Welcome to Globe Nation with your host, Jason Everett. Thank you for joining us today on Globe Nation with special guest, Carrie Grantham. Caroline's going to share with us her best tips to make it in the insurance business, how she went from basically running an at-home company to making over six figures a year. Stand by and you get to learn from her now. Well, Carrie, it's so good to have you in the studio today. Uh, we just got back from the Bahamas. Yes. I tell you what, that was your first real convention. That's true. How did that feel? Absolutely amazing. It was so much fun actually getting to see all the awards, all the people, the show, all the events. When we went to Cabo the year before, all of that was on hold. So, yeah, we got a trip, but we didn't actually get the feel of it all and the people and the environment. It's a big difference. And here's the here's the amazing thing. This was your year one of being around all the people and getting recognized. And what you're going to find out is it's a family because you get to see these same people year after year after year after year. And eventually you're like, you know, their kids and you know them and you know their difficulties and you know their struggles and how they've overcome. And, and it's so encouraging to be part of a big family like that. But Carrie, I want to really focus on you today. Last year, you were number four supervising agent in all of the company. We're talking about 350 supervising agents and you were number four with over 400 did you hear that? $485,000 worth of first-year agent production. Carrie, that's unbelievable. So let's let's talk about your career up until this point. So in July of 2019, you came in. I remember you interviewed. I think I think my mom sent you to interview here. Is that probably, right? Probably I, I should so, probably yes. get her a recruiting bonus. <laughs> yes. So in, in 2019, you started to work here. In 2020, you made almost six figures. Almost, just short. Yes. And in 2021, you made over six figures with our company. Yes, I did. And 2022, if we just took your income today and doubled it, dang, it's going to be over 150,000 if we just doubled today. We know how big third and fourth quarter is. Carrie, you're doing phenomenal. Thank you. So here's what I like to focus on in every podcast. Number one. I want to talk to the new person that is thinking about coming to work here. I want to validate the opportunity. Number two, I want to talk to the person that's on their way home. It's Friday and they're discouraged. How do we get them to come back for one more week? Because, you know, we're all one walk in, one close, one case away from our lives completely changing today. I was actually at a lunch meeting today working on a case with over 2,500 employees. Think about what a difference that could make for an agent. That could be a career changer. So, Carrie, let's back up. 2019, what made you come in? What made you fall in love with the opportunity? And how in the world did you get from 2019 starting to 2021 being the number four supervising agent in the company? Lay it on us. Right previously done insurance, a lot of property and casualty, um, and I didn't really have a great experience. Although I love that company, just the environment wasn't for me. The, the way they do it wasn't for me. This insurance business fits my personality 100%. Um, just the way that we can go into the office and sit 
and do our work and make phone calls or get out in the field if we're tired of being in the office and get out and meet people and all of the prospecting and all of that. As far as the new agent that is thinking about coming, I would be close to retirement with insurance. Um, so I wish I had found it at 30. I actually found it at 40 and it has been amazing for me. Again, it just suits my personality. Don't wait. Don't wait and figure out if you think you may be a good fit because there is a fit for everyone here. Um, we need all the different personalities. Um, and as far as someone struggling or their first week or their first 90 days, I would say keep going. We've all been there. The longer you're here, the more stories you'll hear from other individuals where they have struggled. And you just get up the next day and start over. Just, I guess, like a diet. Mm. Every day you fall off, if you have a bad day, get up. One of my go-tos that I tell people all the time is if you have a bad day, don't turn it into a bad week. Mm. And if you've had a bad week, don't let it ruin your whole entire month. And we're going to have a bad month here and there. Mm -hmm. Don't let it ruin the whole quarter. And the biggest one is if you've had a few bad quarters, you get down here and there, you have a whole year to finalize that goal. And so for me, I have all those goals, daily, weekly, monthly, but my biggest one is the yearly goal. You know, that's so important. One of the things I often say is, if you're thinking about quitting, you need to quit, quit after you have a big paycheck, not when you have a bad week. Right. Because you want to know that I'm quitting for the right reason, not the wrong reason. Because I'm telling you, I could write a book yes. on how many people have reached out to me and say, when I left, that was the biggest mistake I've ever made. And unfortunately, some people are so far down the road that they can't come back. Now, every now and then we find the right person we can bring back. But, Carrie, you uh, you were proficient as an agent. You got out there and you enrolled and you closed cases. And you've seen how our product really ha meets a need. So talk about that. Oh, that's one of my favorite parts about this job. I wouldn't say that I love when people have to file claims. But the whole point of it is to protect people, and you do that by writing the insurance. Um, the claims process for me, and the stories that I have through the claims, um, that's why I'm here, basically. Um, I don't know if you know a new agent has had a claim yet, or if you're in your first year, you've had um, any ones that stand out. I have, certainly. I mean, I tell people, um, also when I'm trying to encourage them, have you ever been hugged by someone whose child was killed in a car accident when they're crying and they tell you, thank you for coming in and having that insurance on my daughter because I don't know what we would have done. Um, and that's touching. Um, I'm an emotional person anyway, so when someone is going through an event like that, a traumatic event, it is heartbreaking. Um, and you and you cry with them, but you also go home and think, thank God that he sent me there that day. Yeah, there's nothing that validates the career more than when you pay that claim. And, you know, I'll always remember my very first claim. I'd enrolled this company and, and uh, had one more employee left to see. And I said, I need to see so-and-so. And they said, well, he's actually outside. He, he worked at a different job day. I ran outside, and he was driving by the door, 
And I stopped him and I said, I need to see you before you leave. He came in. I sold him insurance. It wasn't two months later. I was eating with my wife at Texas Roadhouse. I get a phone call from his employer on a Friday night. said they just found him passed away. Mm. He was actually sitting on the edge of his bed, putting on his work boots. Mm. And uh, I, of course, kicked into gear. And I just have often played that over my mind, that if I wouldn't have walked out at exactly that time, wouldn't have waved him down, he wouldn't have had insurance. And that's how they paid for the funeral. That's how they, this was a wife that really needed this coverage. And I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, I just want to make sure if something happens to me, she can pay off my new truck. And so whenever I delivered the claim check, I said, you can pay off his truck because that's what he wanted. So that made her smile. So, Carrie, I believe I want to talk about A's and C's of the business. And you say, Jason, A and C, where'd you come up with that? It's summer. It's so hot right now. It's 100 degrees. And so all I can think about is AC, right? <laughs> I know it should probably be ABC, but I ain't got time to come up with a B. But here's right. what I got for the AC, okay. okay? This is a way to cool your career, have a cool career with the AC. All right, here we go. First, you've got to have a good attitude. Now, Carrie, the one thing I know about you is you always have a smile. You always have a can-do attitude. So talk to that person today that's thinking about coming in or that person that's thinking about, oh, gosh, I don't know if this is for me. How do they get the right attitude? Because you can never be successful in this career with a stinking attitude. That's so true. This is another good one for me. You know me pretty well. I have two best friends that say, hey, you might not want to tell Carrie about that because she's going to tell you to get up and dust off and move forward. It's kind of a joke, but that is my motto. We're all going through things um, that are difficult. Everyone has all kinds of things going on in their life. I do mine too. Um, But the mindset, I never knew, Jason, that it was this powerful until I came to Everett and Associates. Um, Being around people with that same mindset you start, it just becomes a daily routine. And when you do hear negativity, you get away from it pretty quickly. The mindset's very, very powerful. And I've just learned that, again, like in the last three years. Being happy, we're all going to have bumps in the roads, but staying happy, moving forward, you have to. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know, attitude, that is something that you're in charge of. You, you can't make people say yes. You can't make people do anything. But what you can do is have a good attitude. And people are drawn to a good attitude. They're drawn to a smile. There's so many bad things that goes on in this world that people love a smile. Second thing, you can have the right attitude. And you can sit at home. And you can smile. And you can dream. And you can talk about all the things I'm going to do. But the second A is you got to have action. You know, every week we talk about in order to be successful in the worksite business, you got to get out and you got to meet 60 to 100 people a week. And yet we have people that go out, they meet six or seven. And they say, I don't understand why I can't be successful. Well, right. let me tell you, it's real easy. You can get out and you can meet 60 to 100 people a week with a good attitude. And by golly, you'll be successful. Or you can sit on the couch and smile and play whatever 
and you can eat Cheetos, and you can be happy as a lark till you, your bills are due. You got to get up and you got to go to work. You got to have action. Right. You know, the cool thing about this career for the action part of it is there are some jobs that I've had, careers that I've had, and, and you can work as hard as anyone else. You can be the hardest working person in the office and your pay stays the same. Mm. But for this career, the harder you work, the more you climb. And if it's the salary you want, it's going to go up. If it's the leader's board you want, that's going to go up. And I love saying this. And, and I also have to say this to myself, too, because we all need encouragement. When people are down and frustrated or, you know, just not feeling it that week, and they may complain or feel sorry for themselves, I just kind of, at this point, three years in, I just kind of chuckle and I say, well, you know what to do to fix it. There's not many other careers where you can take action and go fix the issue. You don't have to go ask someone, hey, can you work on this for me? You go fix it yourself. And that, that is really a fun thing. And I even do have to say it to myself. Sometimes when I'm not feeling it that week, I might get control of yourself. You know how to fix this. Uh, and that I love that about this career. So, Carrie, one of the things that I'm going to start doing on the Globe Nation is I want to use the book of Proverbs to back up what we're talking about. And so we just talked about attitude, and we just talked about action. So I've got three verses, and this, this podcast is, is airing on, on the 17th. So this is from the 17th proverb. Verse 22 says, a cheerful heart is good medicine. Well, that's a pretty good proverb, considering we're talking about attitudes important. And it says, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen somebody and they, they're just, everything is just always whiny, whiny, whiny. You don't want to be around those people. Right. So why would you want them to be in charge of your benefits? Why would you want that person to be the person that your family calls when you passed away or you got cancer? Right. I mean, would you rather, you know, my my daughter, you know, just gets diagnosed with cancer and I call them, hello. You know, that's not the person you want to have answer the phone when right. your family's going through this. You want, I'm so sorry, you know. Yes. Not, I, I want somebody with a, a cheerful heart. Absolutely. Number two, a man of knowledge uses his words with restraint and a man of understanding is even tempered. So again, we're talking about cheerful, but we're also talking somebody that, they can't be way up and way down. They got to be in control of their attitude because some people are when they're high, they're they're having the greatest high. Now I'm not talking about that kind. I'm talking I about know. <laughs> when they're low, right. it's the lowest low. And that you got to be even tempered, especially in this business. You can't let your highs be too high and your lows be too low. You got to be even tempered. And the third one is verse 28. It says, "Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent." And discerning if he holds his tongue. Sometimes people just talk way too much. And sometimes, you know, when we talk about the action, sometimes people get in there and they say too much. Right. Sometimes less is more. Absolutely. Right? So yes. I always think of the KISS method, keep it simple, stupid, right? <laughs> right. Now let's let's move forward. So we said the A's. Now let's talk about the C's. And I, I think this one is so important, and that is you have to be coachable. If you're prideful and you think you're a know-it-all, but you're failing, you are not coachable. 
You have to be coachable. So I want you to talk for just a minute about maybe an agent that you've trained and maybe somebody that was coachable and wasn't coachable. Don't say their names. <laughs> but give me the difference between the two. Okay, here, here's one. Um, I have a young one. <clears throat> I won't say a name, but she, she was um, pulled out of college to re be recruited here, and she was doing amazing. And I always tell people, you need to have someone young in your life to help you keep current and then someone older but this particular agent is like a sponge she does not like not knowing the answer to every question but she wants to answer correctly so she'll go look it up and study it and research it and then um, repeat it the same way that she's been trained or learned or whatever she read like a sponge she's so coachable does not like getting embarrassed I have seen people that jump in there and they aren't as coachable and they have done had maybe good successful careers in the past but they're not as coachable and they may have a fast start but not a long finish if that makes mm. sense um, they'll go in and be confident and you just know they are gonna be the best because they speak well they um, present themselves well but they're not studying and you, you have to study your policies in this career, right? Mm. Things change and all that. Doctors study, attorneys and judges, they have to study to stay current, but they don't study. They think that they're just gonna be smooth and, and ride through it and they're just not as successful. You do have to know. I've been here three years and I still don't know everything. Mm. And I ask a lot of questions. Um, I bug a lot of people until I get the right answer. Well, that's so true. The second C that I want to focus in on is commitment. And I think this is a hard one, especially in the culture that we live in, uh, because it's real easy not to be committed. And let's just talk about the difference today versus 20, 30, 40 years ago. When I was a kid, I mean, we hardly ever went out to eat. So you know what happened? The night before, my mom thought, tomorrow we're going to have roast and potatoes and carrots. And she laid out the roast. And she peeled the carrots and the potatoes. And guess what? We were committed that night. We were going to have roasted potatoes and carrots. But today, what the, the difference is, is there's fast food everywhere. And we say, you know, we're going to eat healthy tonight. And it's 5, 5.30, and it's like, ah, I don't really want to cook. I really don't want to do the dishes. Well, let's just go and get whatever. All right? So it's really easy to jump in a car. No commitment. So, you know, we teach our kids. It's real easy not to be committed to this. Or we're going to start a diet, and there's no diet because, hey, we're running behind. we got a ball game. we got to go here. It's real easy to get fast food. Then when you take, you know, just in relationships, well, there wasn't no online dating <laughs> when no, I was wasn't. a kid. We wouldn't even know what that is. And now it's real easy not to be committed and you know it's it's i don't know if you've heard all this about metaverse it's scary to think about you could be living like double lives online and i don't it's weird i don't I, metaverse may happen while i'm alive but it's right now it's kind of weird to me it may not be weird to you you may be another person <laughs> in the metaverse I I've, I've just seen that in the movies i didn't know what was really going on that's what i hear okay and so we live in a, a world where that it's real easy to not be committed. Now, here's the next thing we talk about a career. Did you know people, I think it's an average of nine career changes 
during their lifetime? Nine. Right. I can't imagine starting over nine times. But you know what? I've had people that have worked here and I've watched them through social media go from one company and one career to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And I sit here and I think, oh my gracious, my heart hurts for them. Because I know that when they start over, they're starting all over again. And I think about, this person would be here 12 years and 15 years and 19 years. They'd be here as long as I did. And they're out there in the hot, sweating their their bottom off. When they could have been 19 years in this career, had a lot of renewals, be vested. And uh, so you, you got to be committed. And so, uh, Carrie, what would you say to somebody that's struggling just with commitment? You know, you got to burn the bridge. Um, I have an issue with time. It goes by way too fast. And I guess I figured out about 10 years ago that time was moving faster than I wanted it to. Mm. And I had to take control of my life. And... Um, if time, if the 10 years before that went by that fast, what was going to happen to the next 10 years? So I guess I just started focusing on my future. If time's going by that fast, I did not want to be 60 years old and not have a plan in my life. So a commitment that I have just really focused on, I guess, in the last 10 years would be um, not just my kids' future, but my future too. Um, So... Um, the commitment to just making an easier way of life, this job, this career, this passion of mine makes things so much easier for that commitment. So Carrie, one of the things that I don't do is when we go to shoot the Globe Nation, I have not prepped you, correct? (laughs) Correct. And the reason I do that is because I want it to be honest answers and I want it to be authentic. I don't want it to be like, you know, it's all scripted. Right, all staged. This. Yeah, because, I mean, here's the deal. At the very beginning, we already messed up, right? You said, roll back that, you know. <laughs> Say we, that. We're not, yeah. not going to do that. Right. So I want you now to speak to the worksite agent, okay? They're meeting okay. with a business owner, and the business owner says, I think this sounds good, but I need to talk it over with some people. How do you overcome that? First, I would say, what information have I not given you that you need to clarify with someone else? Because um, I'm here right now. Where are they? Are they are they on their lunch break? Is it your spouse? Let's get them on the phone. Let's let's get all the answers right now in front of you so you can make a decision. Because um, I feel like if you want to speak to someone else about it, I haven't given you all the information, and and I'm here right now today. Yeah, I think that's an that's a that's a good one. You know, hey, I think that's a great idea. That's that's one of the ways I try to overcome almost every yeah. objection. I think that sounds great. Yes. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, we, I'd like to talk to my employee. I think that's a great idea because the first thing that does is that deactivates them. Saying them no. Yes. And then while I'm here, why don't we go and meet with them? Why don't I meet with each employee and tell them about the policy they get? Right. One thing I like to say when they say, let me ask my employees, I'm like, I see, I see how you would think that's a good idea. And it it is in most of the cases, but in certain businesses, not all of them, but some of them I'll say, well, you know, honestly, 
they're probably just not going to want to talk to any insurance agent. They don't really know what they're saying no to. Like mm. a lot of times when we are enrolling and they come in and they say, hey, I just want to sign off. I say, absolutely, come here. And I start shuffling the papers, getting them ready to sign off. And I hand them a pen and I say, wait, but first, you know what you're signing off on? Mm. And Jason, 99% of the time they say no. I'm like, oh, well, you need to know what you're signing off on. First, you're signing off on a no-cost life insurance policy that you get through your company. Yeah, the accidental death is so important. Then they end up sitting down, usually. Yeah, that's good. So we got about five minutes left, Katie. Okay. And so here's what I want to do. I want to do two things. Number one, I want you to think about who in your career has made an impact, and this is your opportunity to tell them things. Number two... I want you to just say any final things that you wished that as a new agent you would have known. All right? So okay. the floor is yours. Oh, the first one right off the bat is um, Keith. You and Keith. I wouldn't probably still be here if I had not have had Keith guiding me. We have kind of the same personality. Um, and so we just meshed really well. And I understood some of the stuff he was doing. I didn't always agree with him. But I never questioned it. I just went with it. And um, we just worked really well together. Um, when I would get down, and I don't know how Keith knows this or if it's God playing a part of all of it, I would be getting a phone call from Keith. And he would say, hey, girl, I'm just checking on you. And it would always seem to be at the moment that I needed it the most. And I've actually I've done that with other people, and they've said the same thing. So I know that I'll, all of this is God, but um, Keith's my first and foremost. I always tell people um, when they ask about the different personalities between you and Keith, you have that calm down, Carrie. Everything's going to be fine. And Keith is the let's get fired up. We might not have had a good week last week. We can't have two bad weeks in a row. So just the difference in y'all's personalities, both of y'all have really pushed me. I, I've always not wanted to disappoint either one of you, so it actually helps make me work even harder. You know, we're the exact opposites. <laughs> I have hair. He doesn't. <laughs> yes, that's right? true. Yes. Uh, I have muscles. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have any muscles, no, does he? No, <laughs> Well, Carrie, I know that uh, you have people on your team that have been a major contributor as well. Yes, Luke. Luke has been my best friend since in this company since he started, really. Um, he didn't know that when he came on, I was really down at that moment. Hmm. Um, not wanting to quit, just trying to figure out my place here and my purpose here. Yes, I was already a supervisor, but he was an agent under me. All right, so let's let's pause right there for just a second. You were a supervising agent, and you were down. Absolutely. So, you know, here's what I want to point out to people, is just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean you're the first person that's gone through a hard time. Oh, that's so correct, yes. You know, even an agency owner can get down. Absolutely, for sure. An agency director can be down. An RAD, an SA, an agent. We've all been there. Yeah, we're all human. It's not about getting down. It's about getting back up. Right. I get knocked down, <laughs> but I get up. Right, all right. Yeah. I well, anymore. I I was just down, not down in my career. I knew I loved my career. I wasn't going to quit or stop doing it. I just was trying to 
figure things out. And I was still kind of new, but once he came on, um, he kind of got, he started taking off really, really fast and got me all fired up again. So I always tell people, and especially Luke, I'll always be his biggest fan. Um, but when I was down, he really brought me out of a, a um, frustrating moment for me. So Luke's another one on my team that I owe a lot to. All right, and then uh, Taylor Ann? Taylor Ann. Taylor Ann's been with me pretty much my whole entire career here. Mm -hmm. um, when she was working in the pharmacy on the weekends, going to um, college on during the week, she just wasn't happy. She was struggling. And I said, you know what? I think you just need to come sell insurance with me. Just come on. I'm having an amazing time. Little did she know, or me at the time, I needed her just as much as she needed me. Now, to this day, she's probably going to tell you I need Carrie every step of the way. But really, honestly, I need her too because when I said keep, keep young friends, she's 20 years younger than me. And when I get down, she'll say, you're better than that. Don't get down. You know better than that. Or when she's down, I can pull her up. So it's almost just like we are tag teaming it through every day, every week. And now she's been here two years. It's just. It's amazing. Yes, though. it is. Especially a, a person of her age making the money that she's making. Absolutely. So that deal. is an amazing. All right. 30 seconds to go, Carrie. I want you to talk now to the, to the person that's on the edge of thinking about it. Or the person that's thinking about, should I come back another week? 20 seconds. Talk them into it. Um, just do it. Don't question it. Um, get involved with the people here in the office. Reach out to people. You may not fit with a certain group of people. There's people from other teams that come to me, and I go to people with other teams. When Jason says it's like a family, Everett and Associates is a family, but the entire globe, globe, is a family. I have friends in Alabama that have gotten advice from me, and I roll time. Go ahead. I've gotten advice from them, <laughs> um, and Nebraska, and they're just all over. It really is a family. You have a family here of coaches to get support from. Just start. There's a place for everyone with every personality. Absolutely, and well, folks. We've been blessed today with the number four supervising agent in all of the country today, Ms. Caroline Grantham. So, Carrie, thank you so much for joining us on today's Globe Nation. Folks, listen to me. We're just trying to make a difference. Get up, get dressed, go to work. Have a great week. Have a good weekend. Fourth of July is coming up. Get ready for some firecrackers. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Globe Nation with host Jason Everett is a weekly podcast that focuses on motivation and skills to help you build a career in the insurance business. Turn on your notifications and join us each Friday as we dive into Globe Nation.